0: Hello, this is the shadow that lives behind you on the wall, and this is A-S-M-R. And today, we have something very special for those ears of yours. We're going to be clacking together some delicious bones. And then after that, it'll be oops, all dancers (laughs) Necro
1: dancers <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. I am your DM, Oz the Great and Powerful. And with me at the table are Bug. Finny, satyr
0: druid, explosions are totally tubular, especially in a room full of glass.
2: See, Madame L, half elf bard, I went to the torture chamber, and all I got were these incorporeal halflings. And Bree.
3: Sorendal, hobgoblin necromancer, huckin' orbs and blastin' florbs.
2: Yep, you got it. Yep. <laughs> before we get into the recap this time, I think we're going to take a pause from plugging everything that we've already plugged before and just mention that we would really love it if you could rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. And if you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, I will astral project to you in my dreams and give you a donut, a dream donut, not a real one.
2: And that's the Oops All Necromancers Promise.
0: We'll get in your
3: dreams. We'll get in
2: there. So, right quick,
1: let's recap what happened last time in JJ Jeranonymous's Marvelous Mirrored Mansion. You guys, Grun, woke up in a mirrored cube where JJ taunted you all and explains not a whole lot. As the ceiling round ever closer to tearing you all into a clown-colored paste, did I mention you guys were in clown costumes? Yeah, JJ put you in clown costumes. Uh, Sorin used a frankly exorbitant amount of gunpowder and oil to blast a hole in the floor, leading you all into a watery dunk tank. Unfortunately, you were not alone, as Uralurg the Kuatoa, Ron the Pteranodon, and Grell the... Grell attacked. You also found Grun in this chamber, and with some clever tactics were triumphant in defeating your foes. Finally, you all kindly spared earlier gets the water drained out of the room, discovering a door below the water level leading to a hall full of traps, and that's where we are now. So, as you guys go from uh, the now-drained room into this long hallway, you know, you heard the blades, whatever, and you see that it is a about 30-foot-long chamber with a long rope going down the center of it. There is, like, a slight lip right past the door where y'all can stand, and this rope goes over spikes. All the way to the end of this chamber, there are trapezes that are swinging back and forth. Oh, and also pendulous blades swinging back and forth about every 10 feet along this rope. Okay. uh, Passing... Over the top of the rope and then in the paths
2: of the trapezes as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Great, great, great.
2: The conversation with the ghosts and uh, mm-hmm. JJ just ended, correct? Mm-hmm. And he, JJ has left?
1: Yes, he just sort of appeared on the walls, which, you know, everything is mirrored. Uh, he appeared in these mirrors and then he disappeared from the walls. Okay. It looked remarkably like uh, if you consider someone stepping into the view of a camera and then stepping out of frame. Yeah. That kind of thing.
2: <laughs> so I don't know if you all noticed, but last session, Madame L was pretty quiet. And it takes her a while to process all of these horrible things that have been happening. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think she she would kind of look out over this horrible room with all of the blades and the spikes. And <laughs> the. Uh, I think the last thing that we saw was the the skeletons of the halflings that are now mm-hmm. residing in us.
1: Their ghosts are. The skeletons are residing on some spikes.
2: Yes, <laughs> do we need to, to be clear. And I think she'll kind of like look out over the room and, and I think she'll kind of laugh and, and say, I do one, one good thing. One good thing out of the kindness of my heart, and it's not even that good. Help, help a dead child, already dead. And this is where it lands us. This is, and she'll turn around to you two and say, mostly to to Soren, probably because is this why you don't hear about heroes anymore? Is this why they're all all in fairy tales?
3: I can't answer that question for you. I don't. I don't know, but I think the two aren't necessarily related. I feel like Soren doesn't is not feeling particularly empathetic for you. Mm-hmm. He also he literally has done nothing and his whole life is uh-huh. shit. <laughs> Like, he's kind of at the point where he's like, OK, I guess I'm along for the ride because I have no other option. So I, I think it's just difficult knowing how to respond.
2: <laughs> I think she'll just kind of look down at Finnegan and say, oh, we'll get that money back.
3: Oh, OK. Yeah.
0: But at the time, you didn't think about the money, so I guess that's what counts.
2: Grun
1: is limbering up in the background, by the way. He's doing <laughs> some squats and some stretches.
0: Finny looks at Grun and is like, are you... You're just gonna do it. You're not gonna. Okay.
1: He looks at you with a lack of comprehension and continues doing his stretches. He's now taking his quarter staff and just sort of squatting with it and then lifting it over his head.
3: Oh, amazing. <laughs> um, can I uh like walk up to like sort of the the ledge?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. I'm. This is gonna sound fucking stupid. What is the density of these spikes?
2: Like, uh, like a square inch. On Mo's hardness Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> the Moe's <most Yeah>. hardness <laughs> the most hardness. I would say that
1: they are dense enough that if you are they are essentially edge to edge. Like they're your stereotypical rounded spikes that are about five feet tall and at their base of the, the like conical structure, mm-hmm. they meet the base of another spike, so if you were to, I don't know, like, set down on the lip and then step down into them, you're basically going to be putting your foot at at a point where it would be incredibly easy to roll your ankle. As okay. far as stepping between <coughs> them, Oof. no. Spike talk.
2: Spike
3: talk. <laughs> oh, so I have a really fucking stupid idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, it hinges on several several important factors. First mm-hmm. off, so, the swinging blades. Yes. How much space is there between the top of the spikes and the bottom of the swinging blades?
1: Uh, the rope itself being, like, a foot and a half above the spikes. The uh, arc of these pendulous blades mm-hmm. is, I would say, less than a foot, maybe, like, six inches above this rope.
3: Okay, so, so total difference is about a foot and a half...
1: Between Two feet. roundabout.
3: Okay, uh, my second question is: Um, Does this room have a door? Yes, it does. This room does have a door, doesn't it?
1: There is a door that you guys just entered through, and then there is a door at the end.
2: While Soren is like Scheming. on his hands and knees, like looking at the spikes and stuff. <laughs> like Madame L- trying to measure it up gets out a sextant. <laughs> Madamel is like behind you just kind of waving her arms and says I mean look at this it's who even does this it's a it's a hallway with spikes and swinging blades it's, what how cliche do you have to be and she's gonna go over with her cane and just kind of out of anger try to crack the glass on one of the walls why don't you go ahead and roll to hit
1: basically uh, how it works for objects as far as Uh, 5e rules, yes it's time for rules talk, Mm -hmm. is that you are not willing to hit the thing like the wall's not dodging you, right? Mm -hmm. It is basically whether you can beat its AC, so the hardness of it, and then from there we are then looking at how much damage you do. So go ahead and roll the hit. It's
0: Mo's hardness scale
1: yeah, again. Yeah, so
2: pull up Moe's hardness scale, and I'll I'll, I'll contest against that.
1: Uh, I'll pull up the Mo's hardness scale of D and D 5e, which is uh, page. Let's see here. I got an at one.
0: Oh my god.
1: Okay, uh, you hit it, and maybe just because you're swinging it out of anger, you just sort of bounce off. Whatever this is, you assume that it is too strong to break. Okay. Or at least it is very solid.
2: Yeah, I think she hits it and the, the whole cane just kind of reverberates through her cart- cartoonishly.
3: Mm hmm. I'm trying to focus, madam. Give me a moment, okay?
2: She throws her arms up. Focus away then.
3: Okay, thank you. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> because, um, this um murder hallway we could call it um is potentially very deadly to some of us perhaps mm-hmm. more than others um I um I had a little bit of an un unorthodox uh idea as as you can see there is um these bikes are very very densely packed and there is a, a good bit of distance about two feet um, it would seem, uh, by my estimate of distance between the bottom of the, um, horrible swinging blades and the spikes. So, if we could, um, and I'm, like, standing up and gesturing. (laughs) Finny is just staring at you blank-eyed, just mouth open, like. (laughs) So, if we could, um, remove the door, uh, from its hinges, um, lay it flat on top of the spikes, Um, I could, um, uh, make my way very, uh, just a short way across, magic myself to the other side, and then having tied a rope to the door, just pull the door across. Nobody needs to worry about stepping on the spikes, there's enough headway between the blades, if you're laying down, I could just pull it to the other side. Right?
1: Now that's some wizard bullshit.
3: (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, that's... I, I no, no, no,
1: no. No. That was not in a bad way.
2: <laughs> that's some wizard bullshit. Mr. Soren, do you think... I don't, I don't mean to be rude, but do you think that you're... Strong enough to carry all of us across? I couldn't... I don't
3: think I could do everyone, uh, but... Well, I think
0: if, if everyone can't go on it, and we couldn't do it twice... I think I have a solution for
3: myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, uh, I don't know that Groon necessarily is too worried about it. Um, I look at Groon.
1: You look at Groon as he is preparing to jump for one of the trapezes.
3: Oh, okay, there he and goes. And
1: he times it poorly. Oh no. oh, no. He, full disclosure, he rolled a one with his mm. athletics. That's not enough. Oh. Uh, And as the trapeze is swinging away from him, he jumps and lands on the spikes. (gasps) And you see one of his feet uh, gains a new hole.
2: Oh, feet don't
1: normally have holes. But he is close enough, he is able to drag himself out. Uh, And
2: he is now bleeding from the foot. Oh,
3: Grun! Why'd you do that? Grun,
2: are you okay? Madame puts her hand on her face and drags it down. (laughs) I remind you Grun does
1: not have his uh two-tongue necklace. So Oh
3: god. Oh, he doesn't?
1: No, he does not. Oh. It is markedly missing from around his neck.
2: All right then. We'll I'll, we'll look at the hinges. <clears throat>
3: uh, okay, can can do.
2: Madam El would like to look at the hinges.
3: <laughs> <laughs> can I investigate
2: the hinges? Give me a hmm hinge check. Man, if this was Pathfinder, there'd just be a hinge check. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm pretty sure there's actually a knowledge tied to mechanics. Uh, <laughs> like there's a knowledge engineering.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, yeah, just go ahead and give me an investigation check.
3: Can, okay. I, can I assist? Can I come over and
1: f- fiddle with the door can. mechanics?
3: Okay. I am helping.
1: Are you sure you don't want to do it the other way around so you get your beautiful bonus and also uh, advantage? I only have plus two intelligence,
2: so... Art investigation. Yeah, if you do it, you get your juicy, juicy bonus.
3: Okay, I'll go ahead and do that. All right. I'm, like, running my finger across the door, like, hmm, hardwood. Okay, first one was a 19, and second one was a 12, so I'm going to take the 19 plus 8, 27. Do I know who made this door?
1: You touch the door, and you immediately recognize what kind of wood it is from. <laughs> and you are, in fact, able to, because of the grain, you sort of extrapolate what the... What the age of the tree was? You reckon this door is made from a almost 200-year-old hardwood tree? Jesus. Oh, and also the hinges are just normal hinges. You reckon that if you had some tools, you could probably dismantle it pretty easily?
3: Oh, this is quite a nice door. (laughs)
2: Looks like a hinge to me
3: trying to think here. Uh, a dagger probably wouldn't work. Are we talking Phillips head or flathead?
2: Um,
1: I'm going to say because <laughs> not, I'm pretty not sure Phillips. Not Phillips. It's actually an Allen key, thank you. No, you <laughs> They're essentially flathead screws. You reckon if you shut the door and then use like the blade itself, not the tip but the blade, you mm-hmm. can just set it in and then turn it. Like it's not going to be the most effective screwdriver, but it'll work.
3: Okay, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and attempt that. I don't know what I need to roll.
1: You don't have to roll anything.. Oh, it, okay. it, I mean, you know how to you it, there is no excess of dexterity required to undo a screw. Like you're fucking adventurers. you can do it.
3: Are you sure?
1: Add to your inventory one fine hardwood door.
3: One fine <laughs> door. I'm doing it. Fine hardwood door 200 years old.
1: As you're doing this, you hear a grunt, uh, and as you turn around, look behind you. Grun is now hanging from one of the trapezes and swinging. Okay. With it. Uh,
3: Why does he, he keep going? God damn it! Because he can't. He cannot be controlled. <laughs> okay. Um. There, there he goes. I guess. Um. I guess I'll go ahead and uh, attempt to t- tie one of my f- my 50 feet of rope securely to the handle.
1: Okay, give me a sleight of hand check. Actually, tell me your bonus.
3: For sleight of hand? Uh, mm-hmm. plus three.
1: Okay. Can Madamel give a help
2: action? You certainly can.
0: Finny's just watching these two
2: adults. Yeah, Madamel's like over Sorin's shoulder, and she's like, no, do it, do it this way.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm doing, okay?
1: Uh, I will say that at first, uh, Sorin just ties essentially not even a square knot, just literally loops it through the handle and then ties it and assumes that will be good enough. But we'll, we'll say that Madame L gets in there and she's just like, ah, yes, a square knot. Just loop it one more time. Okay, okay. And it seems secure enough. All right. Uh, by the way, Grun has went ahead and jumped from one trapeze to the next. He is almost to the other side.
3: Oh, my God. Now, uh, um, uh, okay, so basically what I'm going to do is I... I just, like, pushed the door over the edge.
1: Uh-huh. Grun is to the other side at this point. Oh, man. Wow. He got to the third and final trapeze and leaped, and he's good.
3: So tough. Nice work. What a what a buff guy. Okay, can I lower the door onto the spikes, like, holding onto the other end of the rope, like, lower it so it's laying flat? Yeah. Okay. And the first swinging blade is how many feet in? Five feet? Ten. 10 feet? Oh, okay, this is yes, easy. Yes, there there's okay. one
1: every 10 feet.
3: Okay, then I, I'm i going to walk up the door, laying on top okay. of the spikes. I'm holding the 50-foot of rope that's tied to the door, and then I'm going to misty step to the other side.
1: Okay, do me a favor before you do that misty step. Mm-hmm. Give me an acrobatics check. This is simply to make sure that you're balancing your weight properly as you traverse this bit of the door.
3: Okay, uh, 14 total? Yeah, you're fine. Okay.
1: Um. As you described your misty step, your soul launched over to the other side of the room, and then your body, rope in hand, rocketed to meet it.
3: Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot that was how I was misty stepping.
1: Yeah, it's bad. It makes me think of, uh, well, like literally any scene in a possession-based horror movie. Yeah. Or like when people are being thrown around by ghosts or whatever, Is just that suddenly... Uh, Soren goes limp, and before he hits the ground, his body just fucking rockets.
3: Like, like the speed off. of light, yeah. Oh uh-huh. my god. It's it, it's from this one boss fight in a Castlevania game that I uh, couldn't play because it gave me fucking panic attacks. <laughs> there's this, ho- I can't remember, I think, I don't know if it was Symphony of the Night or not, but there's this horrible...
1: Wasn't it uh, Aria of Dissonance? Because it was on DS.
3: It was on... I think it was on DS. Yeah. Maybe it was. I don't remember. Anyway.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, your other side, rope in hand. Door is laying flat.
3: Okay. Uh, um, all aboard.
0: Um, well, I'm I'm assuming that only Madam L can be on it. Yes.
2: I think two people could fit on a door.
0: Uh Uh-oh. It's the Titanic argument. Can two people fit on a door?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um... No, you can fit two people. You can fit two people on a twin mattress.
3: Yeah, you absolutely can, especially since Finn's yeah, not Finny's that big. Yeah, a little tiny small, child. tiny small guy.
1: Well, then the assumption is you're laying on your side. So how
2: broad are your shoulders? Not two but feet. Not two feet. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like my shoulders are almost two feet in real life, and uh, like.
3: Well, but for but that's
2: straight across. Yeah. I don't, I don't. think you're like you're not laying perp- like perfectly <laughs> on your side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a fucking straight fucking piece of wood, like.
2: <laughs> yeah, Madam is gonna plank on her side. Uh, I am being
1: bullied. They are bullying me. My party is bullying me. Help.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: Okay. Fine. You're fine. I need acrobatics checks from the two of you, and then I need a strength check. I'm going to assume you're going to have Groon do it, and you uh, are assisting?
3: Yeah, yeah. I just rolled
0: a nat 20.
2: I got a 16. Okay.
0: I'm excellent at balancing, and I open my cloak to Thaddeus and Wallace, and I say, All right, guys. Hang on. Just, Just stay in there and just grasp at my... Skin, I don't know. Don't fall off. All right. I feel tiny tickling hands tickling my belly.
1: That first one's a 10 on the die. Whoop, that almost went off the edge. Second one is a 12. Okay, you guys make a bit of progress. Uh, It seems like Rune is straining a lot harder than he has to or reasonably should be doing. Mm
3: -hmm. Well, probably because his foot's bleeding. Y'all, I'm having a really hard time because I can't stop imagining like the horrible noise this door had to be making, like scraping across the spikes, like a (laughs)
2: scream For five minutes straight, it's just (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: This this antique, ancient two hundred year old hardwood door. How scratched up is this door?
1: Badly. Oh no! There are <laughs> no. deep
2: furrows.
0: F in the chat for the door, everybody.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Our favorite character is the door. The <laughs> door. There was definitely, probably
1: close to a solid minute uh, at two different points in which you guys are just slowly inching past <laughs> these skeletons.
0: Oh god, that's
2: horrible.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Don't
2: don't mind the the skeletons, Finnegan. Just uh, um, just keep your eye on the swinging oh, blades. Uh, <laughs>
1: Don't mind the death. Watch out for the death, though.
3: Oh my god.
1: But you guys are slowly dragged along, and I would say after a good five minutes, you were able to be pulled across this while you guys are balancing. Woohoo! Making sure it doesn't flip, and you have solved my murder hallway. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah! you just sort of hear. Some mumbling. It it definitely sounds like JJ just going,
2: Okay, so next time, no hinges on the doors. And anti-magic field. Got it. And Madame Al gets up and dusts herself off and says, Well, Mr. Soren, I... That was a good idea.
3: And I didn't even have to turn into a rat. Uh, thank you. Um, It was a little, um... Wasn't the most elegant solution, but I, I thought it would work. How, how is Groon? Is yeah. he like really hurt, or is he like?
1: Uh, at this point, it's maybe like he leaves a bloody footprint, but it's oh. not like spilling blood everywhere. Like he's fine.
3: Uh, uh, Groon, can I um, can I take a look at that really quick? Yes.
1: He no. is walking towards the other door. Oh, okay. Madam, I'll follow screen to the door.
3: Yeah, me
1: too. I'll do the same. Okie dokie. You open the door and see... Essentially, it is another uh, 10 foot by 10 foot by 15 foot tall chamber. Uh, And at the center of this is what is clearly one of the uh, ring-a-bell deals where you like there is a mallet leaning against this tall tower Oh great. With what is clearly a big red button that you gotta smack and then it'll raise a thing to ring the bell mm-hmm. and JJ once again appears upon the walls and goes this one's quite simple test your might and if you can ring the bell win a prize unfortunately our dear spas couldn't join us for this test as He's feeling a bit under the weather, but who knows? Maybe if you ring the bell first try, his recovery will make an upturn. And he winks at you, and then disappears off the walls.
3: What's the prize? What's the prize? Finny, I don't know that it's a... I think the prize is... Spaz doesn't die. What the fuck?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, um... That's not a prize,
3: really. Uh... No. Okay. For a man who runs a circus, he seems to have greatly misunderstood the entire premise. Well, um, Finny surely cannot do this. Can I invest? Is there anything, like, can I investigate the room, see if there's anything else?
1: Why don't you give me a general perception check? Okay. Uh, I will say that just from your passive, you don't really pick anything up, but...
3: Oh, it's worse with with what I rolled. Okay. I got a seven on the dice, uh, plus one,
2: eight. I think Madamel would be looking around too. Yeah, same. I got a 14 plus one.
0: I just got a 14, so.
2: Yeah,
1: it just seems like other than this strength test game, it is just a mirrored box. Uh, there is no other entrance or exit other than the door you came through.
0: Do we all have to do it or just one of us?
2: I think Madame o would kind of nudge Groon and do a bow to gesture at, at the hammer. He nods at you solemnly, approaches.
3: Uh, wait, just a moment, Groon. Wait. Like, I'm like, for, I'm like putting my body in front of him.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> he stops.
3: Um, uh, just a tick, okay? Um, this probably isn't going to feel very good, and I put my hands on his shoulders and I'm going to mm-hmm. go ahead and cast Enhance Ability. Okay. Oh! Oh wait, can I? Hold on, am I out of spell slots? Yes! I'm out of second level spell slots. Anybody want to hang out for like an hour? Before we do this, anybody want to have a snack? I guess I put my hands on his shoulders and I'm like um, and I kind of like take my hands off his shoulders and like sort of flex them. Hmm.
2: Madame L, seeing this, will also go up and put her hand on Grun's shoulder and cast Guidance. Okay.
1: Grun approaches the hammer. Oh, no. (laughs) Picks it up. That Guidance gives me a D4 if I need it, correct? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he, it seems like something's off with Grun because he lifts this hammer just fine. But he lifts over his head and swings it down, and it hits this uh, button at an angle. The weight lifts up maybe mm, only a quarter of the way to the top, to the bell, and drops back down, and you all hear a crunch (gasps) as... Grun's kneecap shifts.
3: Oh Oh my god. What the fuck? Oh my, uh, Okay, nobody touched that. Grun put that down.
1: He sets down the hammer and backs away.
3: Can I look at it now?
1: He sits down.
3: Okay.
0: (laughs) Hold on. So it just did that by by itself?
1: The crunch occurred whenever the weight had fallen back down.
3: I have medicine. Is this medicine? to help him with his knee problem?
1: If you want to do a medicine check, yes.
3: Yeah. Um
1: you won't get any healing out of it well, necessarily. Yeah. But if you were trying to I don't know, relocate his kneecap?
3: Yeah, I probably yeah. would do that. Okay.
1: Don't <laughs> fuck it up. Oh no. You fuck it up? I got a 10. 10. Uh, total. a 10 is fine. You you look at this and you go, Yep, never dealt with that one, and you don't do anything to it. Okay. You uh, didn't do bad.
3: Okay. You didn't make it worse. Um, mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh I guess I just put a band-aid on it. There we go! I put a band-aid on it and give Grun a sticker.
1: <laughs> sure.
3: I was I was kidding.
1: No, I know. Uh, I will say, essentially, you create a splint to yeah. kind of... Because what happened is, essentially, at the knee joint. Um, mm-hmm. It bent like a knee does, but to the side.
0: Oh, oh no, no, Okay.
1: Yes, so Dad. you were you put a splint on there, and reckon that'll stabilize it, at least so that he can walk.
3: Yeah. Okay. Are you... Uh, are you okay, Groon?
1: He kind of grunts as he stands to his feet and nods.
2: <laughs> Madam Al has just kind of been standing there pondering while you're doing this. Uh, uh, Finney
0: has too.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. so. I think can Madam Al go up to it and do an arcana check to try to understand the nature of the, the mechanism? The arcane mechanism, I suppose?
1: Sure. Go ahead and do an arcana check to see What's going on here?
2: I got a 12 plus 3, so a 15.
1: Okay, so after looking this over, one, you see that there is some sort of uh, arcane sigil tree worked into the handle of the hammer, uh, as well as the construct itself of this uh, test your might puzzle. Like mm-hmm. there's, you know, small runes and what have you. Um, if you have a look where the weight rests you see that there is a almost spider web of sickledry below it um so you yeah. guess that realistically it is because of the weight descending uh instead of hitting the bell
2: mm. oh
3: so like when the weight descends the force of the weight is applied to a body part
1: it is redirected
3: Oh, goodness, that's bad. Finney has
0: been standing there pondering, not saying anything for a while. And uh, Finney whispers to Wallace and Thaddeus and says, Hey, I have an idea, but you all need to get off of me. Go and stand on Madame Al, please. Okay, thank you. And they scurry over and crawl up mm-hmm. Madamel's skirt.
2: <laughs> oh, man, Madamel does not like that.
0: <laughs> and Finny confidently, like, uh, marches over and says, I've got a good plan. And jumps up and midair turns into a bull, a cow, essentially. Oh, um, yeah. joke. Uh, okay, joke. Give me an
1: athletics check.
0: Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's a fifteen.
1: Okay. So it's
0: not horrible.
1: So as you, uh, horribly, you know, flesh warp from boy to cow, <laughs> uh, which hooves, the hooves of said cow and the horns of said cow are hoofier and more horn-like. I stopped myself before I said hornier. You see that? (laughs) I did it. Um,
3: I was waiting.
1: You land. We'll say you kind of belly flop this thing.
0: Hell yeah. I just slammed my shit into there.
1: Yeah, you get about three quarters of the way up with the weight. And then it descends and smacks into the sickle tree. And you take... Four points of bludgeoning damage as you feel uh, the bones of your cow form compress.
3: Oh, God! What? 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 Okay, what's going Uh, Finny?
1: There is now a cow standing over the button for this device.
3: Uh, uh are you okay? I, I'm. I.
0: <laughs> okay. Finny ashamedly gets up off of the thing. The button. But but does not turn back into a a, a boy. Mm. He is ashamed.
3: <laughs> you two get a sticker and a band-aid.
2: Madame Al is is wrangling the the rats out of her skirt and say, Okay, okay, uh we can um we can work with this. Alright, Finnegan, let's mm. let's come over here She'll, she'll direct Finnegan over across In front of the device mm-hmm.
0: Finny follows like a good cow
2: <laughs> the be- Perhaps the best cow
0: Prize winning cow at the state fair
2: And then she's going to Gesture over to Grun To get his attention And kind mm-hmm. of pat on Finnegan's back <laughs> And then make a Arc from Finnegan's back Onto the Device Ah the old jump and smash
3: yeah wow ground pound
1: he looks to you and then he looks at the game and then shrugs and grabs the hammer resting on his shoulder and uh climbs on top of finny
0: (laughs) hell yes
1: uh he is standing on like towards finny's haunches uh, with the assumption that Finny will ideally kick as he leaps, and he will roll this with advantage. And she gives him guidance. Okay.
3: Wow,
0: He's
1: got this another is guidance. truly
0: beautiful. Let's this, see if he can
1: do it. This
3: is absolutely happening in slow
0: motion.
1: Uh, that first one was an 18 on the dive. It's
0: like with that beautiful 80s background music.
1: <laughs> the second one was a 1.
0: Oh, God. Oh, no.
2: 18.
1: So he leaps and slams down with this hammer with what looks like the wrath of a small god. And the weight goes up and up and up and it gets inches within the bell and then descends. Mm. And you see for just a moment with his arms holding this hammer, his elbows invert for just a second. Ah! Ah! And he drops the hammer and screams in pain.
3: Oh, no. Um, okay, is he conscious? Can I make another medicine check? He is check? conscious,
1: but his arms are limp at his sides.
3: Oh, no.
2: Madamel has a potion. Oh, you do? She'll dejectedly g- go up to Grun and and feed him this potion.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was your idea.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just
1: standard potion of healing? Yes. Okay. He heals for six points of damage.
3: Okay, you can't win a rigged game by playing fairly, right? And I'm increasingly getting the impression that this game is rigged. Mm. It occurs to me that maybe we've been uh, going about this the wrong way, based on and he's like kind of pacing back and forth. Uh, based on what JJ said, it we just have to ring the bell, get a prize. Um, it doesn't say how we have to ring the bell or which bell we have to ring.
2: Well, does does anyone have a bell?
3: Moo.
0: <laughs> um. Then I suppose Finny, as a cow, will go over to his fallen clothing and root around. And then uh, with his cow mouth, pulls out his bell from Gustav and just starts shaking his head back and forth, ringing it, seeing if it will do anything.
1: And as it rings out, there is what sounds like an intake of air.
3: Uh, oh, oh, you summoned him.
1: <laughs> and Gustav shows up.
3: Oh, uh, hi.
1: You rang. How may I be of assistance, weird cow and also returning customers? Moo. And you hear quietly in the background. He's not supposed to be.
3: How?
2: Hey, Gustav. Soren. <clears throat> Madamel uh, uh, Finnegan was Was that Gustav's bell That is indeed my <laughs> bell An
1: oversight of mine That it left my premises But I must answer the bell And he Sort of looks around the room and goes So uh What do you need
3: Well um A solution to this Particular Can you get us out of here
1: Unfortunately, I do not have the necessary tools to return us to, uh, one of my mini premier shops. D- but, d- is... Are, are you supposed to ring the bell or something? I'm guessing it's one of those carnival games.
3: Uh, y- y- yes. Uh, not in the standard way, however. Um, we were, uh, trying to be a bit flexible with, um... Our solutions. Um, We're uh, basically imprisoned here um, by...
2: By a maniac.
3: A maniac. A deranged carnival owner who for some reason, um, despite us uh, attempting to bring him plenty of business... So um, much money, too. Just a really astronomical amount of money um, evidently drugged us in our sleep and imprisoned us here in this death trap. Um, uh, Do you know where we are
1: no, I do not. However, there's this one weird trick they never expect at the carnival. And he takes one scaled hand and points it like a gun at the bell and lowers his thumb like the <laughs> hammer of a revolver. And a single blue dart shoots out and rings the bell. And the test your might puzzle disappears as does a circular hole in the back corner of the room, which seems to lead to a stairwell. And he goes, you're welcome. And it goes, and he's gone again.
2: Okay.
3: Um, I kind of look at my hand. Did anything happen to to my hand when he showed up? Nope. Okay. You still
1: have that glowing green G. Okay. In uh, the place of the test your might puzzle is a small chest.
3: Uh, um... Nobody touch anything. Um, looking for my ten foot pole.
2: I I have this, Mister Sore, and you, you take a load off. hm? And she taps her cane on the floor, and her crystal ball at the end of it glows. And um, she uses unseen servant to open the chest. Okay, the chest opens. Servant, be a dear and and see what's in there.
1: Hmm. Uh, you see. Three potion bottles float out of the chest and start to slowly drift through the air towards you.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Uh, Two of them are clearly potions of healing. You're familiar with the shape of bottle and the uh, emblem sort of emblazoned on them. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And the third, you... Well, if you want to give me an arcana check, you can try and figure out what it is.
3: I'm going to sniff it. Can I sniff it?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: I want to sniff the healing potions, too, because... Okay, well, the first one on the mystery bottle is a, uh, I stopped be
0: 13.
2: Yeah, I only got a five.
0: Uh, no surprise here, my arcana check as a cow is not good, so I'm not even gonna try.
1: Uh, you maintain your, uh, mental stats.
0: Oh, do I? Okay, Yes, you do.
1: So it'd be (laughs) the same as if you were a boy.
0: Oh, it's just 12.
1: All three of you are unsure what this, uh, blue bubbling potion is.
0: Finny's going to realize that everything seems safe and normal now and turns back into a boy. I tried. I felt really strong, but I guess I was just wasn't strong enough. Hey, madam, thanks for looking after Wallace and Thaddeus for you, uh, for me. I hope that they were very good for you.
2: They were not. They're, they're still on me?
0: Yeah. What do you mean? Ugh. They're... They're right there, and they crawl out of your skirts.
2: She shudders.
0: And- <laughs> uh, Do we take a rest or are we still going?
1: Grun is currently walking towards the staircase.
3: Oh, I thought it was a hole.
1: It it is a hole, but there's like a railing going up that seems to be spiraling down.
3: Okay. Oh okay. my well, gosh! Downstairs we go. Okay.
1: So you guys descend this spiral stairway, and as you're descending the stairs, you hear what sounds like popping noises from below uh-huh. and as you know you kind of clear eye line of the ceiling of the room you're descending into you see that it is a 20 foot by 20 foot by 20 foot chamber once again mirrored um, in which there is what is definitely a concession stand set up uh, there are various bottles lined up and uh, you smell it smells oddly like burn ups And also (laughs) some sort of meat. And uh, behind the counter of this concession stand is Soup. Was Soup the goblin? Soup is one of the seven goblins.
3: Yeah, I'm going to roll perception. I did not very good. Yeah, Yeah. I got a seven. Uh
0: I got a 22.
1: A 22 you see under the uh, rough collar. Not rough, like.
3: Like ruffled.
1: Rough, as (laughs) in like a rough collar. You know, like a clown wears. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a banded metal collar inscribed with fine runes that looks very similar to the one that Bebo wears. Oh. And as you guys are descending the stairs, once again, JJ appears on the walls and goes, Welcome to the intermission. Please avail yourself of a new invention of mine. Pop burn-ups. The screamy, creamy, poppable treat. Not to your tastes. Perhaps a fizzy whiz drink. Now, we're still working on the name, but using the freshest berries from the filmeric Expanse, filled with exotic energies of advanced warven technology, it's a flavor explosion that you must experience.
0: It sounds like it's made of pee!
3: I mean, it does.
1: He disappears again.
3: I mean, whiz, right? I mean, like you're right. I mean, that's it does. what whizzes, huh? It's like, hey, here's my fizzy piss drink. I don't <laughs> really, eat. but uh, on brand for JJ, it seems. Yeah, but. I guess he's a piss man.
0: Piss man, do you
3: hear me, piss man?
1: Uh, yeah. Grun goes ahead and approaches the concession stand, and without being offered, uh, he takes one of the sodas. He takes what is clearly a hot dog. <laughs> uh, and a box containing popped burn-ups. And he sits mm. down and starts eating.
0: Uh, and he you seem okay?
1: <laughs> and drinking. Uh, you notice that through the hole in his boot, uh, that his foot is completely healed up and he seems fine.
3: Mm. Oh. All right. Uh, um. Hey, uh, hello, Soup.
1: Soup looks at you and just sort of waves. And then honks his nose.
3: Do I know clown? Do I know clown? Do I know clown speech?
1: You do not know clown. Okay. He did not say anything, to oh, be clear.
3: I know.
0: Just
1: honked his nose.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, he does pop open one of the bottles and hold it out towards you.
3: Are you going to drink the piss drink? I don't, um... Uh, it, I don't want to be rude, though, so I'll at least take it. Uh, uh thanks, soup. Um... Uh, this is very weird, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say it's pretty weird. I mean, I'm trying, I'm, because I didn't notice the collar. No, you did not. Oh, that was just me.
1: Mm-hmm. You're the only one who rolled high enough.
0: Hey, Soup. Uh, what's up with the uh, the thing mm-hmm. on your neck?
1: And, Soup, who's still smiling, looks down, and then looks up at you, and the smile gets a little more strained. And.
2: Oh,
3: no. <laughs> go ahead
1: and give me that insight check, Sorin.
3: Okay. Okay, nice. Uh, insight. 16
1: plus 117. Oh, there's fear in them eyes.
3: Oh, no. Uh, I don't think Soup
0: likes his necklace. Uh, y- yeah. Um.
2: And Madame L, first off, is has been kind of eyeing Groon to make sure that he just doesn't keel over and drop dead from the food. Uh, yeah, no, he's. Doing fine. He seems
1: invigorated. Okay. Uh, he is working on his third hot dog at this point.
2: Madam, will start eating the food and stuff to to rejuvenate. Yeah,
1: the pop burnips are. It's creamy popcorn. It's real fucking weird.
2: Do I just do I heal or do I get spell slots back or?
1: Essentially, this gives you guys the benefits of a long rest.
2: Wow! I wow. wow.
0: uh, yeah. Finny starts chugging the piss soda. <laughs> Mmm, delicious.
1: Uh, it's not piss soda. Please don't say that. <laughs> um, it is, it tastes a bit like grapefruit and a bit like blue raspberry.
3: I guess I'll try the food if everybody else is enjoying it and it doesn't seem to be... This isn't
0: made of piss at all!
3: Okay, uh, good to know. Um, again, really needs to work on that branding, but, um, burn Burnap, it does sound, uh, pretty good. I'll kind of nervously get some pop burn up and some piss drink.
1: The problem is, is that that is definitely going to make it into absolutely the episode because you guys have mentioned it so many
0: times. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it's fine, that the whatever. It is just the point.
1: It's fine. We know how this works. Can you tell me what the rest of this room is like? Uh, the rest of the room, other than the spiral stairway and this concession stand, is just. A mirrored box, essentially. Mm. There are no other doors. The only way in and out of this room, it seems, is the spiral stairway.
0: Do we need to go back up?
1: Shortly after you guys have your snacks and your drinks, a comically large shepherd's hook Mm -hmm. or shepherd's crook phases through the wall behind soup. And the stand wraps around the stand and pulls it through the wall.
2: Oh, what no. the fuck?
3: That's no. so scary. I was gonna bring him. I was gonna. Oh no!
2: Yeah, I was thinking ways to to free him too, but I don't think we could have.
3: Uh, I also don't want to slog things down, but I just want to let everybody know that I am car- immediately burning a spell slot to cast false life on myself again.
1: No problem. And as you were finishing up your spell, mm-hmm. three large. Rectangles appear on the wall where the concession stand was. They look a bit like portraits depicting JJ. And once again, you hear JJ go, And now the fortune teller experience. And as he says this, the portraits flip over. In the middle is Lady Z. And then to the left and to the right are two of the clowns depicted as jesters. And he continues... Find the lady and win another prize. Keep an eye on these cards. They're very quick. And they flip back over and start shifting back and forth repeatedly. It's three card Monty.
0: Is that like the thing with the shells and the ball?
1: It is a classic confidence game. A ball
3: and cup.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: The shell game, uh, three card Monty when it's done. Uh, Find the lady is another name for it. Yeah. Okay. So left, right, or center. Well, can we roll?
3: Yeah. To see if we could keep up?
1: Sure, yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. With disadvantage, these cards are very quick.
0: I rolled, that's so sad. I First, I rolled a six, and then I rolled a fucking 20. Are you kidding no. me? Rip. <laughs> that's so oh fucked up.
2: Madame Al, after seeing Lady Z again, is furious and, and casts Guidance on herself. <laughs> oh, it won't help. I got a 1 plus 3.
3: I got a 16 with disadvantage at 8 plus 8. I go into my Mind Palace and the cards slow down.
1: Soren, you do, in fact, fucking Mind Palace this. You're just sort of like, okay, so if the center shifts to the left and then to the right, and then three times over, and then, oh, it was behind my back the whole time, <laughs> and suddenly, she's still in the center.
3: Okay, so I'm pretty confident about that.
1: You were pretty confident it's still in the center. Uh, the other two, yeah, you got fucking nothing.
3: Uh, I think, um, unless Grun caught something I didn't, I'm pretty confident I know where it is.
2: By all means.
3: Okay. Um, uh, the the one in uh, the center.
1: It flips over, and it is Lady Z. Okay. And the painting of her extends a foot oh. out of this portrait.
3: Oh, I'm backing up. I'm backing and
1: up. And she drops to the ground and says, And now for your prize. Me. And as she says this, a large chest as tall as her appears next to her, and it's time to roll initiative.
0: What the fuck?
2: Madam is furious. Welcome back to the end of the episode, everyone.
0: Welcome.
2: We are about halfway through this chapter, and I just want to say thanks for sticking with us.
0: Yes. Thank you very much. If you've been enjoying this circus arc so far, it would be wonderful if you could go to Apple Podcasts and uh, rate and review us.
2: It really does help us uh, get noticed, you know. We all want to be noticed.
0: Please make Apple Senpai notice me.
2: Beyond that, uh, we always appreciate it if folks tell their friends about the stuff that we're doing here. It, it really means a lot. Mm-hmm. We will be back in one month with another episode.
0: Stay tuned.